The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Wednesday is here. It's the middle of the week. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, January 17, 2024, Wednesday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Anthony of Egypt, also known as Saint Anthony the Abbot. Born in 251, at the age of 20, he was so moved by the gospel message to go sell what you have and give to the poor actually did just that with his large inheritance. Most of Anthony's life was spent in solitude, but no saint is antisocial, and Anthony drew many people to himself for spiritual healing and guidance. At 54, he responded to many requests and founded a sort of monastery of scattered cells. At 60, he hoped to be a martyr in the renewed Roman persecution of 311. At 88, he was fighting the Arian heresy. Anthony died in solitude at the age of 105. St. Anthony of Egypt, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all of my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I'm sure we have all, or almost all of us, have had the experience of holding a newborn baby, of holding a little infant, and we know from experience that the baby's skin is extremely soft and smooth and very sensitive. It's soft to the touch. There's a phrase that is as smooth as baby's skin. It's delicate, it's new, and it needs to be protected, right? The the body of the baby is very fragile. The head of the baby needs to be especially protected until the skull is fully formed. They have the soft spot on the head. And in general, the skin is is beautifully soft. Well, St. Josemaria, the founder of Opus Dei, he liked to compare that image of baby's skin 
to the skin of a campesino, a farmer out in the fields, who has worked the plow for many years, and therefore his skin is callous and thick, covered in blisters, and has become, with time, insensitive. In some cases, their hands have been burned, and literally the nerve endings are gone, so they can touch hot machinery or hot pans without even flinching. Their skin is unfeeling, it's dull, it's unyielding, it's impenetrable, it's thick. If a mosquito were to land on the skin of that newborn baby, that child, the baby would probably flinch immediately from the touch. But if the same mosquito lands on the skin of a campesino and maybe even bites him, he may not even realize there's no reaction. His skin is hardened. Jesus, this is a helpful image for us to consider when thinking about the heart, about our heart. And St. Josemaria would go on to say that the sensitive skin of the baby is the heart that feels the slightest motions of the Holy Spirit, as well as the subtle attacks of the devil. But the hard, callous skin of the campesino, it's neither open to the Holy Spirit, nor sufficiently on guard against the temptations of the evil one. Well, how goes my heart, Jesus? In this time of prayer, we can consider the state of our heart. Is it hard? Or is it soft? Is it callous? Or is it refined? Is it insensitive or is it sensitive? Is it unreceptive or is it receptive? Today's gospel is very moving because it involves the healing of the man with a withered hand. But it's also troubling because we see you, Jesus, in a moment when you are angry. And that's not very usual for us to consider. When we think of you, Jesus, we don't usually think of you as angry. But it's an important element of your humanity, the passion of anger, of righteous anger, which you display from time to time. We can think of that moment where you cleanse the temple and you do so angrily. Here in this gospel scene, we see you and you are reacting with anger against the hardness of heart of the Pharisees. We read, Jesus entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. And they watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. Jesus, these Pharisees don't care about the man with the deformity, with the withered hand. If they really cared, they would have sought any way to cure him. That would have been their priority. But instead, their hearts are hardened to his suffering, and they only care about entrapping you to be able to accuse you and ultimately to kill you, to crucify you. These Pharisees are hardened against the, the, the man with the withered hand. They're hardened against you, Jesus. And so you react with anger, an anger born of love not of hatred. What caused this anger? It was their hardness of heart. This is from a commentary. To use other words, it was the callousness of their conscience, their want of feeling. The hearts of the Pharisees had, as it were, grown coarse 
and had lost their proper softness. Here's an example. The hand may furnish us with an illustration. Some persons have very delicate hands. The blind who read Braille with their fingers develop special sensitivity, and this sensitivity is of great value. But when men and women are put to work machinery or break stones or do other rough work, their hands become hard and callous. Even so, it is with the heart, which ought to be exceedingly tender. But through remaining in sin, it becomes callous and unfeeling. Use is second nature. The traveler's foot gets hardened on the way. His face becomes hardened by the cold. His whole constitution is hardened by his way of life. But hardening is of the worst kind when it takes place in the heart. The heart ought to be all tenderness. And when it is not, the life must be coarse and evil. Yet multitudes are morally smitten with ossification of the heart. Do we not know some men in whom the heart is simply a huge muscle? If they have any hearts, they are made of leather, for they have no pity for anybody, no fellow feeling even for their relatives. God save us from a hard heart. It leads to something worse than death. This is the tragedy of this scene, Jesus, of this gospel scene. Because we see how this man with the withered hand is brought before the crowd. And you, Jesus, ask them all a question. You say, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But the Pharisees were silent. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched out his hand, and it was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. What a tragedy. Jesus, we see this anger of yours before their obstinance. Why are you angry? Because their hardened hearts are not giving you an opportunity to engage with them, to reach them. They've closed themselves off. And so, Jesus, your anger is mingled with grief. They go together as a single emotional reaction for you. You look around with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. Because you're mourning these Pharisees, whom you love, and you long for their love in return. You long for their conversion. You want them to turn back to you. Later, we'll see your sentiment, which is very similar, when you say that you are like a hen who longs to gather her brood under her wings. But then you say, you would not let me. Right? The, the, Jerusalem, the Pharisees, they would not let you gather them in under your wings. And this is why you react with anger and with grief. Jesus, we don't want you to act that way towards us. We don't want you to have this reaction towards us. And so we can, we can ask ourselves, as this time of prayer concludes, where is this hardness of heart present in us? Where do we close doors that Jesus is trying to open for us? Where do we close ourselves off and become calloused or obstinate? Does this obstinacy manifest itself in our dealings with others, leading to a lack of love or refinement with them? Jesus, we ask you to soften our hearts. Help us to be receptive to the many invitations that you have given us to convert. 
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Memorial of St. Anthony of Egypt, January 17, 2024, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day as we join hearts, hands, voices, our entire being with the whole church and all the angels and saints. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Oh 
groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear Hear and and answer answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this, God will destroy you and remove you forever. 
He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. The Lord led this holy man along a sure path. He showed him the kingdom of God. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, You are a people sacred to the Lord your God. He has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people peculiarly his own. It was not because you are the largest of all nations that the Lord set his heart on you and chose you for you are really the smallest of all nations. It was because the Lord loved you and because of his fidelity to the oath he had sworn to your fathers that he brought you out with his strong hand from the place of slavery and ransomed you from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, then, that the Lord, your God, is God indeed, the faithful God, who keeps his merciful covenant down to the thousandth generation toward those who love him and keep his commandments, but who repays with destruction the person who hates him. He does not dally with such a one, but makes him personally pay for it. You shall therefore carefully observe the commandments, the statutes, and the decrees which I enjoin on you today. As your reward for heeding these decrees and observing them carefully, the Lord your God will keep with you the merciful covenant which he promised on oath to your fathers. He will love and bless and multiply you. He will bless the fruit of your womb and the produce of your soil 
your grain and wine and oil, the issue of your herds and the young of your flocks, in the land which he swore to your fathers he would give you. You will be blessed above all peoples. No man or woman among you shall be childless, nor shall your livestock be barren. Be careful to observe all the commandments I enjoin on you today, that you may live and increase, and may enter in and possess the land which the Lord promised on oath to your fathers. Remember how for forty years now, the Lord your God has directed all your journeying in the desert so as to test you by affliction and find out whether or not it was your intention to keep his commandments. He therefore let you be afflicted with hunger and then fed you with manna, a food unknown to you and your fathers, in order to show you that not by bread alone does man live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of the Lord. The clothing did not fall from you in tatters, nor did your feet swell these forty years. So you must realize that the Lord your God disciplines you, even as a man disciplines his son. Therefore, keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. The Word of the Lord God first loved us and sent his own Son to be the sacrifice that frees us from our sins. We have, we have come, come to know and, and to believe in the love God has for us. The Lord himself has become our Savior. He has redeemed us in his love. We have come to know and to believe in the love God has for us. From the Life of St. Anthony by St. Athanasius, Bishop when Anthony was about 18 or 20 years old, his parents died, leaving him with an only sister. He cared for her as she was very young and also looked after their home. Not six months after his parents' death, as he was on his way to church for his usual visit, he began to think of how the apostles had left everything and followed the Savior, and also of those mentioned in the book of Acts who had sold their possessions and brought the apostles the money for distribution to the needy. He reflected, too, on the great hope stored up in heaven for such as these. This was all in his mind when, entering the church just as the gospel was being read, he heard the Lord's words to the rich man, If you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor. You will have riches in heaven. Then come and follow me. It seemed to Anthony, that it was God who had brought the saints to his mind and that the words of the gospel had been spoken directly to him. 
Immediately he left the church and gave away to the villagers all the property he had inherited, about 200 acres of very beautiful and fertile land, so that it would cause no distraction to his sister and himself. He sold all his other possessions as well, giving to the poor the considerable sum of money he collected. However, to care for his sister he retained a few things. The next time he went to church he heard the Lord say in the Gospel, Do not be anxious about tomorrow. Without a moment's hesitation he went out and gave to the poor all that he had left. He placed his sister in the care of some well-known and trustworthy virgins and arranged for her to be brought up in the convent. Then he gave himself up to the ascetic life, not far from his home. He kept careful watch over himself and practiced great austerity. He did manual work because he had heard the words, If anyone will not work, do not let him eat. He spent some of his earnings on bread and the rest he gave to the poor. Having learned that we should always be praying, even when we are by ourselves, he prayed without ceasing. Indeed, he was so attentive when scripture was read that nothing escaped him, and because he retained all he heard, his memory served him in place of books. Seeing the kind of life he lived, the villagers and all the good men he knew called him the friend of God, and they loved him as both son and brother. If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor. You will be rich in heaven. Then come follow me. No one who will not renounce all his possessions can be my disciple. Then come follow me. Let us pray. O God, who brought the abbot St. Anthony to serve you by a wondrous way of life in the desert, grant through his intercession that denying ourselves we may always love you above all things. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Is it lawful to do good or evil on the Sabbath? That's the question Jesus puts to the Pharisees in today's Gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on January 17, 2024, the Memorial of St. Anthony of Egypt. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the people are wondering, will he cure on the Sabbath? It's from the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. And they watched him to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. Jesus said to the man who had the withered hand, Come here. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? They were silent. He looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. The man stretched it out, and his hand was restored. 
The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against Jesus. How to destroy him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, that man displayed a great deal of faith because he did what was up to that point impossible for him. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Jesus went into a synagogue and there saw a man who had a withered hand. It was paralyzed. St. Mark tells us that all the onlookers waited to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Our Lord does not act in secret or conceal what he does, quite the contrary. He asked the man to stand up in the midst of those who were present so that everybody could take a good look at him. Then he said to the onlookers, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. Then Jesus, angered by their hypocrisy, looked at them wrathfully, although at the same time he was grieved at their hardness of heart. The anger in Jesus' look caused by the hardness of their hearts was obvious to everyone. He spoke to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. That handicapped man standing out in front of everyone is filled with trust in Jesus. His faith manifests itself in obeying our Lord and in carrying out what, from long experience, he knows he has been unable to do up till then, to stretch out his hand. His trust in our Lord, as he disregards his chronic condition, makes the miracle possible. All things are possible to Jesus. Faith enables us to reach targets we had always thought beyond us, to solve intractable problems, perhaps of a personal nature, or perhaps connected with some apostolic task that we had always thought to be insoluble. It enables us to get rid of firmly rooted defects in our own character. This man's life was to take a whole new direction after the small effort Christ required of him. This is what he asks of us, too, in the most normal matters of our daily life. Today, we must consider how a Christian, in his ordinary daily life, in the simplest details, can put faith, hope, and charity into practice. There lies the essence of the conduct of a man who relies on divine help. We need our Lord's help if we are to get rid of our incapability. Faith is something we have to practice. It should shape all our decisions, big or small. At the same time, it will normally show in the way we undertake our ordinary daily duties. It is not enough for us to give assent to the great truths of the creed to have good formation. We need, besides this, to live our faith, to put it into practice. It should give birth to a life of faith, which should be both the fruit and the manifestation of what we believe. God asks us to serve him with the whole of our life, with deeds, with all the strength of our body and soul. Faith is something that is related to life, to normal everyday life. With it, human existence itself appears as an unfolding of the faith, as we live in accordance with our beliefs and with what we know is God's will for each one of us. Do we live a life of faith? Does our faith have a truly significant bearing on our behavior, on the decisions we make? Does it? 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord, I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deed. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you. O God, the waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father. You established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders, but more wondrously you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life, that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. O God, all your ways are holy. 
what God, God can, can compare, compare with, with our God. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My, My heart, heart leaps up with, with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord, the Lord is, is King, King. Let, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world, the earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice. Because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, 
most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. In the the depths depths of of his heart, the the law of God God is his guide. He will never lose his way. The law law of of God God is is his guide. guide. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In the the depths depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. The Lord is my inheritance. He is good to those who seek him. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and and will will be forever. Amen. The Lord is my inheritance. He is good to those who seek Him. My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve Him and to be holy and righteous in His sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim Him. Lord, you you alone are the Holy One. You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. And now let us pray as the Lord told us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who brought the abbot St. Anthony to serve you by a wondrous way of life in the desert, grant through his intercession, that denying ourselves, we may always love you above all things. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Okay, there's a good start to the day, I think. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.